0: Welcome to Love Your Mind and Soul. My name is Nella and this is my safe space where we together learn to love our mind and soul as a result of mental health struggles and heal while growing into the best version of ourselves. Um, Just please be aware that I'm no professional and that you do seek professional help when needed. I'm going to vulnerably share with you my experiences, how they impacted me and how I'm trying to heal from them with the aim of hopefully inspiring you to also heal and look after yourself. Um, If at any point the topic does get a little bit too heavy, please hit the pause button and take care of yourself or contact your local mental health support line. Now, today I'm going to talk about boundaries and what they meant to me as a survivor. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for so long and I'm just so excited to finally share my perspective on this. Uh, Because as a um, child sexual abuse survivor who grew up in the 90s, I wasn't really educated on safe and unsafe touch, which are your physical boundaries. I was shown the complete opposite by three individuals who were my three abusers. And when your first experience with sex is your sexual abuse, it unfortunately ends up being your sexual education until you re-educate yourself later on. So let that sink in for a minute. If you have been sexually abused and you didn't have sex um sex education, that that most likely could have been your first um, exposure and education on it, which is so terrible and completely wrong from what sex ed actually is, of course. Um, I want to mention that for many of us, our culture has also taught us that we have no say in our boundaries when it comes to things such as you've got to respect your elders or, you know, the male in your family or both of those things. Because if you say no to them, it's disrespectful. And oh my goodness, what will people think? A lot of our cultures can perhaps relate to this input um, where it was more important to respect your elders and the uh, certain influential people in your family, no matter what your needs were. So if we now look at the kids who were raised by parents who were raised in a toxic relationship, well, they were taught a minimum of two perspectives. One, this is definitely not a relationship I ever want to be in when I grow up. Or two, this is just the standard of a relationship. And this could also be how love is expressed in a very passionate, fucked up way. And they just go on with life, not really questioning it until they get to a day where they do take a second look and say, hold on, that doesn't seem and feel right. So all of these experiences, they've taught me to ignore my intuition as well who initially tried to reinforce my boundaries. But the respect for the elders and the intimidation of not understanding that overwrote my boundaries. Um, I still remember in my early memories of life when I had alarm bells of when something just felt a little bit off, especially when I first was abused. I had these knots in my stomach and these like a warning signs in my mind, like don't do it, should I do it? I'm going to get in trouble. One thing that I definitely can recall is that I had the thought, I'm going to get in trouble. I didn't know why, but I just knew that this doesn't feel right and I'm going to get in trouble. So when you're a child, your foundations are being formed by multiple factors around you. So as a child, if you're taught to allow others to do whatever they want with your body or in general your personal boundaries, in order to respect the ones around you, eventually that foundation is a very upside-down looking one. So in favour of anyone else except you, some of us become amazing, the most amazing people-pleasers as a result. There is a great um, Instagrammer whose name is Jenny Mansour, and sorry if I said the surname wrong, uh, the quote goes, Some of us as kids learned that we were worthy of love and attention at the expense of our needs and comfort. Let that one sink in if you can relate to that and realize that that might be the reality for some of us. Um, I learned that it wasn't always up to me if someone else requires to please their cravings in front of me or with me. I learned that it was actually up to me to please the people in my life. Because if I didn't, they would be upset. Or maybe they would expose me for being at fault. And worst case, they would abandon me. And yeah, fuck. Do I have an abandonment wound inside of me for sure because of that. Um, So I was always scared that people were going to leave me or blame me for things. So in order to avoid all that, it's just... Just please everyone, make everyone happy, no matter what it costs you, no matter how burnt out you are, just just make everyone happy. Not realizing that at the end of the day, I was the one who was really, really unhappy on the inside. So without realizing, I did become a very, very good people pleaser from family to friends and workplace as well. In the workplace, that can be in a, very, a very, very, very amazing skill. Because you, especially if you're in a customer service role, gosh, your customers are going to love you and you're going to give the best service ever because you're going to go above and beyond to make sure that they're happy and they're pleased. And the same goes for family and friends. You're going to be so loved. But what you don't realize is that you're not really being yourself. You're not being true to yourself. And you end up being this person who likes to do all these different things in order to please others and it's it can actually be a fun journey to then get back to your roots and find out what you actually like and no longer do things because you want to please them learn the difference of wanting to please them versus i really want to do this from the own good of my heart so that is another little fun journey to go down when you're ready or if you've already done it then good on you Um, I've also learned that your boundaries will actually trigger the people around you who don't respect them in the first place, um, but also who you need to set the boundaries with even more. So something I read somewhere recently, and I can't remember where, I'm sorry. If you do know where this is from, feel free to let me know because I'd love to credit that person. And what I remember reading was that if you find yourself complaining about someone all the time, there's a really high chance that you need to set boundaries with them. So, yeah, that was a big reality check with me recently. And I started looking around me and even the people around me and the boundaries that they might benefit from and how they keep complaining about the same person, different topics but same situation, but then not ever actually even letting them know um, because maybe they haven't realized, and I also have not realized in the past that, fuck, it's time to set some boundaries because it's not doing anyone any good. Well, them probably, but not me. And we got to look after ourselves. So if you do have the capacity within you, it would absolutely be great to communicate your boundaries so that you can both actually learn from each other. And as a result, if the other person is perceptive on receiving that feedback, You can actually grow your friendship or relationship or even um, professional relationship at work so much stronger. It can actually, it can seem quite daunting to voice your boundaries and it's very fucking vulnerable. Um, But if you do, it could go bad because the other person doesn't understand it. But if it goes well, it's amazing. And yeah, like I said, I've done it before um, a few times now and I love it. I get a kick from it because. It ends up making my friendship and relationship so much stronger on a new level. Um, And then the other person feels comfortable telling you the same because there's maybe things that you're doing or saying or doing things around certain people that is disrespecting their boundaries. But unless we're told or they're told, how the fuck are we supposed to know that we're disrespecting someone's boundaries? Because we all have, we're raised so differently that we could be disrespecting someone's boundaries on a daily. But unless we get told... How are we supposed to learn? So it's really, I think it's really important that you do have the capacity within you, that you do let the other person know. It can make things so, so easy. Um, but if you notice them not receiving your concerns well, well, that's bad luck for them. And maybe it's time that you just move on and look after yourself because you shouldn't have to convince someone to respect you at the end of the day. Now, I've been babbling on about boundaries and what they mean to me. I thought it might be helpful to share some boundaries tips um, in regards to perhaps getting you on your path and setting your boundaries and finding out what your boundaries are. So again, with any of the top ones I'm going to go through, you don't ever need to explain yourself to anyone. But again, it does absolutely help since we're all forever learning and growing. We're all trying to figure life out and how the fuck this all works out and what we're supposed to do and be. So if the person... In your life that you need to set your boundaries with. Is someone that you do plan on keeping in your life. Um, some a little bit longer. Then perhaps it could be a good idea to communicate that with them. And explain yourself a little bit. And again you don't need to explain yourself in full detail. You choose how much detail you ever want to share. And it can help for the other person to understand as well. So that they know how to respect your boundaries. So again if time allows. Communicate your boundaries on a day. Well, you're actually feeling mentally strong because from personal experience, I find it so fucking hard to set boundaries and stand up for myself when I'm not feeling mentally strong or confident. Because what also happens is my emotions tend to take over instead of me communicating clear messages about my boundaries. And then I become a bit of an emotional wreck. And then the other person is like, what the fuck are you trying to tell me? Are you just moody? Are you just sad? What's going on? So, and boundaries can be a a bit of a complex thing, especially because they're so specific to each person. I think it's it's good to try and do it on a day where you're feeling confident and certain about it and the message that you wanna deliver. And as I said earlier, we are all forever growing and healing, so if possible, see if you can try and deliver your boundaries in a neutral way, instead of making it sound like the other person's in trouble. Because we can't expect the other person to also know our boundaries. Like I said before, everyone's boundaries can be quite specific and different. So even if they might seem obvious to us, like, how dare they do that? How dare they not know? It might not be that obvious. So, But if they keep disrespecting your boundaries, then feel free to level it up up or walk away. Um, Because I've definitely, in the past, have also been on the other side, unfortunately where I didn't understand a friend's boundaries and I think it definitely would have helped out if they would have said hey I don't like you doing this um can you please stop fucking doing this because it's making me feel uncomfortable or whatever the situation was but unfortunately that friend did just walk away um and I wish I did get a chance but anyway we're all learning we all learn from every situation we're in hopefully now um What I want to get into as well is that we need to remember that not all adults are fully grown adults. Um, And what I mean with that is that some still have an inner wounded child, um, as strange as it sounds, because we might have all done a lot of work or we might have done some reading and we're aware of the inner child, the the wounded inner child and all of that. But there's um, especially the older generation who... All of them have got an inner wounded child. An example I want to use, which is so unfortunate for the name to be Karen because I've met some amazing Karens in my life, um, is, you know, the whole Karen thing and how these Karens, they just act up. And it's, it's absurd. Like, I've seen so many videos on TikTok and Instagram and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with them? What are they doing? Why are they just, you know, being so racist or being so... Over the top, it doesn't make sense. But if you look at it from a perspective of, they probably just have a fucking wounded inner child that's never been nurtured and they're just projecting and they're just being triggered all over the place and feeling self entitled and all of that. So maybe that's an example that we can try and keep in mind about these adults that are not really fully grown adults. Um, I hope that kind of makes sense. It's a bit of an odd example, but I hope I was able to um, explain that because. I've been in a situation where I found myself asking an adult who kept disrespecting my boundaries over and over again. And I got to a point where I was like, I wonder if they even know what boundaries are. And their understanding of boundaries was actually not the same definition as mine at all. Um, It was an older adult from an older generation, um, possibly the, the Karen generation. And yeah, I mean... They had no idea so I kind of had to go from scratch and explain what boundaries are and what it means for me and obviously there was a lot of projection in that conversation because it was like, well in my days we didn't do blah 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 blah, well this is my day and this is my life and you got to remind them because while they might have lived a certain way, we want to give them the opportunity to learn because we're all forever learning and growing but this is also your life and your boundaries. And you need to be respected as well. So, yeah, sometimes we kind of have to treat them like children and kind of really break things down and spell them out and see if we can get our message across that way. Now, if you don't want to share any of your details of why your boundaries are the way they are, don't tell them. Because what you could do instead, maybe you could ask something like, I hope that you can respect that I do not want to share who abused me until I'm ready to. And I would appreciate if you don't keep pushing me to tell you. So that's just an example I'm using for um, sexual abuse specifically because some of us when they eventually do share with a loved one that we were sexually abused as a child. um, A lot of our loved ones first instinct is protective mode. And they just want to rip their throat out and find out who it was and bash them up or whatever the fuck they want to do. Which is understandably, that's protective mode. I appreciate that. But sometimes that can actually add a lot of stress to us. And even if we keep saying, I'm not ready to tell you yet. Because they're in that, you know, they're just seeing red. They tend to not understand and realize that we're be feeling quite stressed and uneasy. Um, anyway, hope that made sense. So you could, yeah, you could just vaguely say that. I hope that you can respect that right now. I'm not ready to share this, but if you could please give me some time or some space while I gather my thoughts or whatever the situation is that you're in, that you don't have to share all the details, of course. Something that gave me a bit of a reality check recently is that people will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. And for me, when I heard that and I had a bit of a reflection on the situations and relationships that I've had and still have in my life, fuck, <laughs> that's pretty accurate to me. It might not be to you, but for me it was like, wow, that's, that's spot on, isn't it? Um, I have allowed people to treat me the way they have because I haven't said anything. I've just allowed it. But maybe your answer to this is that, but I do tell them not to treat me this way and I don't allow them. I do tell them every time. I do put my foot down. And if that's the case, maybe it's time for you to physically remove yourself from being around this personal environment because you shouldn't really have to convince and keep reminding someone over and over again how to treat you with respect and how to respect your boundaries. Yeah, it's a bit hard. Um because sometimes it is easier said than done to not longer see someone or be around someone. Very often we need to set boundaries from someone that we actually do still love. And it just puts us in this very conflicting situation because, you know, you do still care about them and you do still love them, but fuck, they're being disrespectful and it's just hurting so, so much. So what you could do in that situation is that you could warn them maybe. Um, Maybe you could say something like, If you do this to me again, I will have to leave you or I will have to reduce the amount of times that we catch up because you're hurting me or because it's impacting my mental health or because I just don't like it. Um, If all fails, then remember that, like I said before, you should never, ever, ever, ever have to convince anyone or force someone how to respect your boundaries. At that stage, if you're there and you've had to try to convince someone and spell out your boundaries and how to respect you, uh, maybe it's time to say bye and look after yourself in peace. Thank you so, so much for taking your time to listen to my podcast. And thank you to my amazing followers on Instagram for their support and input on each topic. I hope that this topic has brought you some comfort or clarity and perhaps even some guidance on your journey as a survivor. Or loved one of a survivor you can follow me on instagram at love your mind and soul i'm sending you lots of love and healing and i hope that you have a great day